Hi, everyone. Welcome to the uh, Tech Wizards 2022 conference, Synergy Traders uh, event number 43. And we're going to be talking about software indicators, algorithms, apps, tools, and platforms to help you make uh, 2023 your best trading year yet. So this event is brought to you by tradeoutloud.com and timingresearch.com. Um, and uh, of course, this is for educational purposes only. And uh, trading is not suitable for all people. Please consult with a financial advisor and only trade with uh, money you can afford to lose. Uh, all of the sessions are being recorded individually and will be available on timingresearch.com and the Timing Research YouTube channel. And uh, so today's opening presenter is Michael Katz, and I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to him. Yeah, thanks so much, David. How are you doing, everybody? Good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are in the world. Um, all righty, so let's get started. So today's topic is uh, discretionary versus systematic or a system uh, trader. And when David um, spoke with me about this event, I thought about um, a few things, either bringing some indicators and uh, teach you about them or uh, or just go into, you know, softwares like trade, uh, trade ideas or trading view and those kind of stuff and basically teach you about them as well. And when I took a minute, I said, those tools or I can teach you an, about an indicator, but I'd rather give you some help that can actually shortcut the path that you're walking in right now. So I came with that topic of discretionary and systematic trader, because as we will talk about today, and you are probably aware of as well, we are all as traders going through a um, certain track or a path. And as soon as we will understand who we are as traders, it will be much easier for us um, to implement the rest and basically um, get to the point that we want to become profitable and reach that goal. And it's all come um, at the end. In the end, it will all comes down to um, are you the type of playing as, as a discretionary trader or a system trader, and we'll talk about uh, that. Just before, uh, can't hear me, Frank? Guys, can you hear me? Quick uh, sound check. It's, it's okay, coming but... through multiple devices of mine, fine. So he, he must have a... Right, thanks. All right. So uh, just before we'll dive in, it's important for me to learn just a little bit about you guys um, so I can fit the, um, the topics that we're going to cover today. So let's do it um, pretty quickly. Either just uh, let me know who you are in the chat box. Either you are a stock trader, a Forex trader, or a future uh, trader. Just type in one for stock, two for Forex, and three for uh, future. That will be very interesting to see. And other than that, um, type in also the number of years that you've been trading or the month. How many months or years are you doing that? And that will give me a great idea of how to take this uh, topic of today and where to, how to navigate it, basically. Okay, so I see future traders. Wow, 20 years, nice. Future some Forex, four years, 12 years. Okay, good numbers. Wow, that, that's amazing. Most of you are in the game for a while now and and... That will be great for for our top, uh, topic to get today. So just before 
Um, we'll continue. Let me give you a quick introduction um, about myself. So my name is Michael. I'm the CEO of TraderPool. TraderPool is an online platform that funds stock day traders. Hopefully in the near future, it will be for swing traders as well. We will talk about TraderPool later on. Um, myself, also a stock trader. I've been doing it for the last 15 years, a day trader for 15 years. Um, so I went through the path that most of you uh, went through as well. Um, before being a CEO, I was the head of the trader in one of the prof firm in uh, Israel, in Tel Aviv. And I also invented a few tools, tech tools to help uh, traders. And we will cover that as well later on as we proceed. On a personal side, I live in a Moshav. It's like a small village with um, I don't know, like 200, 300 families growing my own vegetables. So I guess that's my ba balance between the corrupted place that we're trading in, uh, the money-wise, and uh, uh, getting into the part of nature and all. So let's talk about uh, the trading part, right? So as I mentioned before, uh, when it comes to trading, we have, I guess in any type of field that we're, uh, we're doing, we have a path that we need to go through in order to reach the goal, right? Yesterday I saw... Um, um, a movie about uh, Tommy, I forgot his last name, uh, Climber, that he did um, in Yosemite Park, the Dawn Wall. For those of you who saw that, that's a great movie. And he also had that path that he needed to uh, create, build, and then walk through in order to reach the goal, the top. So we're doing um, basically the same. And, and as you're probably aware, most of us will go through that path and some of us will fail and the others will come to the end and reach that uh, probability, uh, profitability. And as a trader myself, I've been through that path. I, I saw the way that others reacted as well. And I can tell you that 99% of us will go through the same way. So if we know that, and if we know that what is the, the way that or the track that we need to go through, then we can now understand how to manipulate that to our advantage and how to find those shortcuts in that road, right? And this is what I'm trying to uh, bring today to this uh, presentation. It's not going to be a long presentation, but I believe it will be a very important one for, for those of you guys who will uh, take that and um, um, process it and basically create your own path according to what we are going to talk about today. Uh, Frank, can you try to play with this, the sound? Because the others can hear me fairly good. All righty. So a classic uh, road that any trader will take is by going, first of all, and learning, right? It will go through either through uh, YouTube channels or academy, like schools for traders, whatever you like to do or prefer. Some of us will usually take not just one course, but at least two or three courses. And basically we'll go through the process of learning like in any other uh, sector that we wanna um, um, you know, understand. Other than that, or after that, we will go through the demo trading or testing. So a lot of us will open an account, we we'll start demo, playing around with it. Usually we'll fail lose money on the demo as well because we don't really know what we're doing 
And after that, we will start adjusting our plan and adjusting our um, strategies. And hopefully we will reach the next level and that is opening a live account. Some of us might skip the demo or even without reaching the level that we are profitable on a demo, we'll already open a live account just because we uh, wanna jump ahead and obviously reach to the point that we might make um, make some profits. So going through a live account and usually we will lose money then uh, working on our technical side, working on our uh, mental side, the psychology side of trading, all of those things sometimes have a nice um, move to the upside and thinking we are in the right track, but then pulling back and losing the money that we already made and so on and so on. And for those of you guys that mentioned that you've been trading for four, five, six, and even more years, then you're probably aware of what I'm saying right now. And you all went through that process as well. And I guess lastly, when you're already in that uh, transition to become profitable or somewhere in the middle, um, you will start understanding who you are as a trader. Now, that point of understanding who you are as a trader is probably one of the most important one because that can take you to either way. That can lead you to a very um, strong and high success or that could uh, keep you in the same uh, stage that you are and not letting you uh, basically jump to the next level. For those of you who guys mentioned uh, five, six, four years, are you familiar with that? And um, you know, let me know in the chat where you are according to this path that I uh, just uh, described. Where you are in right now in your trading? Are you in the demo testing, the learning, adjusting between demo and live, trying to find out which trader are you? Where exactly right now are you in your trading career? Interesting to see. Okay, between demo and live understanding yourself okay right live with algo okay that would be interesting to talk about as well adjusting okay so instead of just um going through the the whole process right let's try to jump and play again try to manipulate the track and if we will in my experience at least if we will understand who we are doesn't matter where you are right now in your process if you will focus right now on who you are as a trader and go through that path after you realize who you are as a trader, you will probably find better results and much faster because you, you, have the, um, you have the target, you know where to aim and the path is pretty clear to you. Now, as I mentioned, it comes down to discretionary versus system. So let's analyze them, understand what it means and then um, the benefits or the advantages, disadvantages of using each, each uh, method. And after that, realize what we need to do in order to become a discretionary trader, uh, trader or to become a systematic trader. So what it means actually to be, to be a system trader. I'm not really talking about an algo. I'm talking about like a person, um, a human being that actually placing the orders, but he's doing it on a systematic level, let's say that. So as a systematic trader, and I, by the way, I've been both for 
I guess for nine years of my trading, I was a systematic trader. I traded very systematically, and we'll talk about that in a second. And for the last six or almost seven years, I went through the discretionary mode. So a systematic trader is basically someone that have a system. Now the system is it starts and touch all topics. Um, how to find the right asset? If we're talking about uh, stocks, for example, so how to find the right stock? Then what is the uh, risk rules that you apply in that particular system, and with a specific rules for that? Or where to enter and how to do that? So I need specific rules. Not, not discretionary rules, okay? So specific rules of where to enter, where to put my stop loss, and obviously at the end, how to manage my trade. So let's take an example uh, for that. Let's say I have a scanner, that the scanner is very specific of what I want to find. I want to find uh, stocks that are um, with a volume of a million and above. I want to find stocks between $10 to $50, that, that um, 50 EMA is above the 200 EMA or whatever it is. And then during the, uh, the, the time that I want to actually enter the trade, I want to see, um, let's take just um, like a default one, just an Ammer uh, candlestick touching a pivot point with X amount of volume. And my entry price will be above it. My stop loss will be below it. And when it comes to managing the trade, I will take a one to two or one to three ratio. And when it will reach a X milestone, I will move my stop loss to entry price. I will split my orders, my stop loss into two orders and move half of it to entry price and so on and so on. So a systematic trader don't, don't really think while is trading. It's automatically. So it knows when the price will reach a certain level, the stop loss will move automatically to uh, X place here on the price. And it knows that only if you will get one, two, three, four, five uh, parameters, like parameters, it will enter the trade. So those kind of things will be when it comes to trade very systematically. So in my case, when I traded, um, I developed, as I mentioned before, I developed a software that will be basically semi-automatically will manage my trade. I have a very specific system that basically said, as soon as I entered, I want the software to calculate the, ri the risk for me. So it will know exactly how many shares I need to buy for that trade. And from there, as soon as I will reach a milestone, that was 60% of my take profit. I want the system, the, the software, to split my stop loss order into two orders and put 50%, one stop loss order, 50% at break even, and the other one leave it at the original stop loss. When the price will reach my take profit, instead of taking profit with a limit order, move my stop loss cent, one cent below bid price and so on and so on. So it was very much systematic approach to all of my trading. Now, nothing wrong with that. I mean, we will talk about the disadvantages, but you can understand that it's very easy to trade that way. You have a system, you apply it, the entry price, you know exactly where you enter, you know exactly where your stop loss is, and it's much easier to handle 
th those kind of uh, strategies, basically. So this is a systematic trader. So it should look like similar to that, specific entry price, stop loss. When a milestone is reached, we will um, move, let's say, to break even my stop loss. Then I take profit, it will do something else, but it's, it will always be the same. I had uh, three types of um, trade management. And basically, when I traded pullbacks, like you see on the chart right now, when I traded pullback, it actually reacted in a specific manner. When I traded uh, momentum, like breakouts, it acted and the software basically managed my trade automatically according to the configuration I left um, entered before that and those kind of things. Now, the advantages are pretty obvious. First of all, it's, uh, it's very much uh, automatic. So when you're doing that, I used to enter uh, one trade or two trade or even three trades simultaneously. Didn't have to worry about nothing because I knew that the software is already doing the rest for me. And even if you're doing it manually, because you have a specific system of managing the trade, it's much easier to manage it. You don't need, you don't need uh, to think during, uh, during the session, during the trading session. So you can actually sit with your hands um, behind your butt and basically wait under your butt and basically wait until you reach that milestone or that take profit. You can actually put a trailing stop if you want or, um, or a limit orders to take your profit and so on. So those kind of things are basically free your mind from the from the hustling and from the nervous uh, that you usually get when you're trading, the nerves that you usually get from trading uh, in real time and watching the bars moving, the candles bars moving uh, against you or to your favor. And also, it's a great way to know what to expect at the end of the month. You know, you have an um, Excel sheet that will basically tell you that if you have X amount of trades and you will take a one to two ratio, let's say, and you will risk X dollar for those trades, your outcome should be Y. And when you have that, when you have that system and you know exactly and you work accordingly, you will know that this is what you can expect, of course, with uh, standard deviation, but um, that will be somewhere around there. When you trade in discretionary, we'll talk about that in a second, you'll see that the, the stuff there are a bit different. And, and most traders, I guess, prefer to be a systematic trader and not just a discretionary trader. So just before uh, we'll talk about that, let me uh, know what you think. What are the disadvantages of being a systematic trader? What do you think they are? And of course, from your experience too, if you are a systematic trader, what is it that you don't like about the system or don't like about the method of trading uh, with a system? What are the disadvantages? Because I can easily say it was great trading as a uh, system trader with a really set of rules. That's great because it's really give you no choice um, to do exactly what you plan to do. What do you mean, Robert, by uh, high impact news? What do you mean by that? So while you're writing, I mean, of course, the disadvantage is that it's not adaptive, right? 
when you trade in, you trade in. It's zero. It's it's either zero or one. It's not uh, something that you can adapt uh, as you go along and watch the market changing. Or maybe that's what you meant. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Robert. So news coming out, you still trade in the same way as you were either taking taking um, um, trades like that, like entry on a trade, even if there is something going on around you that not not really fitting it, but you see the the hammer and you see every parameters that are aligned, and you take the trade. And also, while you manage it, you will manage it the same. Sometimes the guys that I was trading with um, uh, uh, back in the, the time that I traded in Tel Aviv in a prop firm. So sometimes the guys said, why are you doing it? Um, I mean, why are you still doing the same thing, even though the, um, the stuff on the chart are changing? And I said, at, in the end, I will, know, I will know exactly what to expect because I have that system and that system if I will pl- will apply it over and over again, sometimes there will be again some uh, small deviations. But then in the end, I know what to expect. What are the results? So this is something that I, it was. It could be a great advantage, but also a disadvantage. So when it comes to yeah, exactly, bond. So when it comes to a discretionary trader, by the way, some of you are maybe trading discretionary or more of a system. What do you prefer? So a discretionary trader is someone that see on the chart stuff that they're moving and uh, occurring in real time and then make a decision, right? So of course, even when we are uh, day trading or swing trading, we still have, as a discretionary traders, we still have that um, set of rules, right? We're not just randomly, we'll take a chart and just click buy or sell and see how it goes. We do have a set of rules to play with, but they are much more flexible than in the systematic approach. So, for example, when and it's it mostly at least uh, in my personal trading, it mostly comes down to the managing trade part. But like I said, it's also um, the way you pick your you pick your stock for today. So, in a system approach, you will have very specific rules on how to pick the stock. On a discretionary trader, you might bend the, those rules and play with it a little bit. Uh, when you enter in a trade, I'll show you in a second, when you enter in a trade on a discretionary level, you will basically have a concept, an idea that the price should continue higher or should start falling. So you short it or you go long. It's not one, two, three happened and now I'm entering the trade. No. You get the concept that this area supposed to push the price higher and therefore you enter in. Your risk rules are also changing. So in the system approach, you will have a specific number that you want to risk for that trade. And you know exactly how much you're going to lose. When you're a discretionary trader, you have again an idea of how much you're willing to lose, but you can play with the, the limits just a little bit to your favor or against you as soon as uh, you play that play, that trade. And of course, the, the managing part of the trade, scaling in, of course, also uh, to the trade, but the managing part of the trade 
is something that that I really enjoy doing as a trader because there is that's the moment when I feel I have a little bit more control comparing to the systematic approach because I can add more to my position. I can take out some of my position. Um, I can build it and start from a small risk and then build it more and more. So those kind of elements are really, at least in my mind, are uh, favored to the discretionary. And this is how a chart should look like when you are a discretionary trader. That's a Tesla short I took um, just a few days ago. Hopefully you see it, it's a bit uh, smaller, but there are triangles, red and green, and you can see my entries and exits. Uh, exits. Uh, there was a the, my first trade was actually a long trade so I took there are two triangles green triangles right here I took long right here as it basically I tried to catch the momentum to the upside so somewhere between a breakthrough and a pullback and then it went a little bit uh, further down so it became instead of became a, a breakthrough it became uh, pullback strategy so reaching those levels before that and then it continued against me and it became basically a by the deep situation so I'm adding to my position and this is something that that I only can do when I'm discretionary because if I was a systematic trader in this situation I, I would have took that long and probably stopped out on on that tail right here but since I'm already coming with approach that I don't need to risk full position 100% of my daily risk on on any given entry on any given execution I can play with that as well so let's say I'm entering with a 10% risk of my daily loss in those two and then when it goes against me I can add another 10 and when it goes against me and I still uh, see or realize or believe that that's still the right call and the price should continue higher so i'm entering and adding more to my position but at the, in the end not reaching again my full potential loss so i'm playing with the risk as well discretionary on the risk as well and therefore it will give me enough space or more space to uh, basically to play around and let the let, let the trade start uh, forming so as soon as it popped up I started to exit the exit uh, play is also discretionary so in in the case that I was before as a trader of a, a system trader I used to take a one to two or one to three ratio and that's it no matter what happening on the chart you won't see me exit before the, that one to two you won't see me exit before the, the one to three it will be on the dot if it uh, went up to one to 1.9 ratio I wouldn't I wouldn't exit just because my system did that for me but even so I'm not exiting the trade before it reaching my system that was before and again that was great work perfectly but when you have but when you become a discretionary trader and I guess you need to become uh discretionary and it's not just from the beginning so when you do that you can play with the chart much more and and again it's for me at least it's much 
um, give a little bit more excitement to the to the trading part, but also it gives you enough space to make more. After I finished with that trade, roughly 15 minutes later, I took that short. And also I'm getting in, I'm scaling in, scaling in, scaling in, and taking my profits at the end, in the end. So those kind of entries are not, can't really be a system, a systematic approach here because I'm entering just by building the, um, the trade, not because I saw a red candle or a green candle or, you know, those kind of nuances that usually we'll have for a systematic trader. So hopefully it makes sense. And the advantages are obvious. You are, you are on it all the time. You, you leave the chart. You, you feel like you're in control, not all the time. We'll see it in a second. Uh, definitely you have more potential of making more profits because you're not just entering on a one chunk, you're building the position. It will um, improve the skilling, the trading skills that you have because when you um, manage the trade, specifically when you're managing the trade, you get the idea of trading and the, the price section more comparing to just entering, take profit, stop loss, let it go. And of course, it will build uh, more of your confidence. Let me know what you think about uh, the disadvantages of being a discretionary trader. What's wrong with being a discretionary trader? There are, of course, some disadvantages. And I guess it's within that, the term discretionary because, you know, when, when it comes to our, our control, sometimes we can let our emotions get in the way or or we we will believe that the price should continue higher so we will add more to my to our positions and therefore we will cross those boundaries even more and that's what i had uh, right here that that's basically the first trade that uh that you saw or a day after sorry that that's a trade a day after on the queues qqq so price is dropping down I missed that short. That was a great short, but I missed that dropping down, reaching major support levels, an area that um, looked to me at least at, at that moment that it should push the price higher again. And what happened is the price continued to fall. Now, again, in 99% of the time, I will add to my position and I won't go all in because it just doesn't make sense to me anymore. And what I'm doing is basically starting with a either 5%, 10%, 15%, depends on the setup, depends on the, um, yeah, the quality of the setup or uh, on my belief. And when I'm adding to my position up until somewhere along here, I'm adding to my position and I'm still in the right, uh, the right boundaries of the risk management that I have. So um, not risking the full amount of my daily loss. So in this case, I'm adding to my position, but somewhere here, I'm okay. And the price is bouncing up. I'm happy with that, but I needed a little bit more push to, to really take profits. And the price continue against me. And in most cases, um, you won't get into that trade or you won't get um, too much further uh, to the downside when you are a systematic trader you would probably you would probably stopped out here or somewhere but in this case 
I'm very confident of what I'm seeing and believe that the price needs to go up. So I'm continue to hold my position. I didn't add more because it was too much for me. But in the end, as you can see, the price continued against me and I didn't go out until I did. And that was already way across my boundaries. So when you have, so when you are a discretionary trader, you have boundaries, but are, there are more, as I said, uh, flexible, and you can play with it just a little bit. Sometimes you will have those trades that can actually, um, in this in this case, or those kind of trades can, can easily go and blow your account if you are not in control. So you still need to be a disciplined trader, and you still need to say, okay, that's it, that's my red line. Um, of course, <laughs> like always, this is what happened afterwards. So the price, the stop loss was right here. And after I saw that the price is moving to my favor and basically making what I what I thought should be, I then started to buy again a little bit um, um, too late. I should have buy at the bottom here, but it was a bit too late. And again, it uh, went down again. I bought again, uh, scaling, and then scaled out from that trade. So, like you said, this is uh, the life of a discretionary trader. It, it doesn't have to be on a specific level. It doesn't have to be because you saw um, reversal candle or whatever it is. It's more of understanding the situation, the concept of the chart, and then only then execute and start building your position. Exactly, Bon. Uh, you need to be much more uh, disciplined, especially on those uh, times when the price go go against you, goes against you. So now we covered those things. Two things: uh, system a system trader or a discretionary. And as I mentioned, let me let me try to sum it up and add a few nuances uh, between. So if you want to go with the approach of being a systematic trader, you want to have rules for everything. So you literally want to build yourself an Excel sheet or whatever it is, a, a Google Doc with rules for how to find the right stock. Where and why do I enter in this particular place? What's my exit strategy? Where do I put my stop loss? So it's not something that you're really considering in real time. You know that if you saw uh, green candle, reversal candle on a pivot, on a pivot point, or on a um, round number, or on a EMA, whatever it is, whatever the rules are, you enter that trade. Your stop loss will be a point, point, um, a point, or a point five underneath it, or um, a percent, or X percent. When it will reach my target, I will move my stop loss to X and so on and so on. So you basically want to build everything. So it's either zero or one, like a computer, but you do it manually. And of course, for those of you who know a little bit of um, uh, programming, you can definitely write a code for that, especially in, I mean, most, uh, most trading platforms have the ability to connect with an API and that could be very easily um, planned. So um, when you do that, another benefit that you have when you're a systematic trader, you can track your stats. So you, you can have you can have those data, the, the trades that you made and see exactly which system 
work better for you. In both in both cases, um, um, you will do that. But when you are a system trader, it's much easier to notice which one is working better and which one is not. Compared to a discretionary trader, when you actually, you know, you can't really say if I entered here correctly. You can say, generally speaking, this concept of trading was the right call. And when you when it comes to discretionary trader, you don't really need the specific rules, but you want to have more of a, a reasons kind of way. So, what are the reasons for me to enter the trade? So I, I see on the chart that I have extended the move to the upside. So the price is too extended and we are reaching areas of resistance level. And I see high volume coming in, increasing at the top of the range and those kind of things. So that will uh, tell me that the price might change the direction and the scaling in, the scaling out part as well. What are the reasons for me uh, to cover my trade, right? So um, a lot of people are uh, traders are asking me asking me when do I exit the trade? So I have a list right now. It's in my mind, but generally I have a list that's saying, okay, if the price reaching those levels, support level, let's say it's a short, so support levels. If the price is closing the gap, if the um, Nasdaq or the um, SPY, the S and P changing direction rapidly. If uh, major news came out and pushing the price, whatever it is, some X reasons, and that will get me basically to close the trade or at least exit some of it. Um, you also need the boundaries or the, or the um, yeah, like boundaries for the risk. But again, you can play a little bit around them as long as you stay in control when you cross in it, especially when you're reaching that limit. And when you're tracking your stats, you also need to make sure that you look at it a bit differently and not just by, like I said, entering in a specific place, placing my stop loss, but more of a concept kind of way. Um, yeah, so those are, are the things you want to pay attention to when it comes to choosing the right one. Now, as soon as you'll do that, you will have a clear path and a clear way of, or a vision of what to do and also how to execute it. So if there is one thing it's important for me to tell you to take from this presentation is choosing, just sitting with yourself, choosing what you want to do. Usually um, a lot of people are saying that you need to become, you need to start as a system trader and then move to discretionary. I disagree because um, you can start as a discretionary trader but you still need to learn the process of becoming one, like you learn the process of becoming a systematic trader. But instead of find yourself after three years, four years, realizing what do I need to choose, which way you can start from the beginning, I'm going to be a discretionary trader and I'm going to learn how to do that. And that will be much easier and efficient than just uh, after a few years sitting with yourself and understanding what to do so that's that's about it um let me tell you i'll take this five more minutes to tell you a little bit about trade pool and if you have any questions regarding what we talked about or generally feel free to drop them so as i mentioned uh we at trade pool we basically fund stock traders at the moment only day traders but 
in the near future stock generally so swing trading as well the way it goes it's pretty simple or but just before that let me tell you uh, the reason we have developed that as a trader and i've been with thousands of traders in house and worldwide i saw a couple of problems that we are all faced with or are still facing first of all the the problem of scaling the account so you want to grow your account but you want to take profit so if you made five thousand dollars and you want to withdraw them you go back again with those five thousand so you need the way that you can actually scale the account easily uh the pdt rules especially for day traders especially in the us you need at least 25k in order to open a day trading account and of course the buying power even if you had um, even if you have 25000 the buying power is only 100 so th that's fine and nice but you can get much more than that and when you not day trading and you have and even if you have a, like an offshore account with $10,000 that you can day trade you, you will get like four times or six times. So you still got like 40,000 and it's not enough. Another problem is risking your own capital. We all worked hard for our, our money. And basically when it comes to risking our money while not knowing if we will get it back, automatically twist our mind and play with our brain uh, the way, and it will affect obviously our decision-making in real time doesn't matter if we are systematic or discretionary. So those elements will basically ruin your trading. And 99% of the guys that are losing, losing because of those things. Of course, trading uh, tools and guidance as well. So this is why we built uh, TraderPool. The company is based on traders like myself. All of the guys here are traders. We all went through that process. We all know and experienced the reason uh, traders fail. It took us a long time to reach the goal and to become profitable and make it basically in the industry. So we have decided to build trade pool, to give funds to day traders, let them go through a process, see that they can uh, go through the test, and if so, get them funded. So this is how it looks like. Basically, we look, we call it a stock star program. And we have more than 12,000 stocks and ETF that you can uh, short and uh, penny stocks, big cap, mid cap, uh, large cap, all of those things. What you do is you sign in for evaluation phase. It's a one time. It's a one phase. You day trade it. You, you go through the process of uh, the trading on a simulator. You reach the point when you're um, reaching the goal of the program and as soon as you do that you become funded you split the profit with up to 65 percent so you keep 65 percent and we keep uh, the rest and you continue to grow your account because when you withdraw your funds your account uh, the buying power of your account will remain the same and it can go all the way up to two hundred and sixty thousand dollars you can trade any style. So as I said, penny stocks, short in penny stock, or if you want to pull back, bind the deeds, scaling in, scaling out, all of those things you can do as long, at least for now, as long as it's uh, day trading. You have only four rules that you need to uh, 
take into consideration. You need to make 50 trades. I want to see a trade. I want to understand with those 50 trades that you can um, be consistent. And you need to make, to reach the goal, you need to make two times your maximum drawdown. That's it for the do. The don't, you don't need, you don't lose more than three times your allocated risk per day. And your best trade cannot be uh, responsible for more than 30% of the profit. I don't want to see you pass the evaluation with one trade. Doesn't make sense. This is not really trading. So I want to see traders, consistent traders, and I want to see them doing it with 50 trades uh, at least, not losing more than two times the maximum drawdown, not uh, making two times the maximum drawdown, not losing three times the allocated risk. So um, this is how it looks like. You basically go through tradepool.com. Thanks, David. You choose one of the program that we have, the uh, tier one, two, or, or three. You pay a fee, a very small fee compared to what you get, of course, and the opportunity to basically have an account with 160 or 260 or even $80,000 to trade on. And these are the rules, the profit split and everything you need to know. You have 30 days to reach the goal. And we just added it and collaborated with TrendSpider and Trade Ideas. So whenever you sign into one of the programs, you automatically get free access to Trade Ideas or TrendSpider. You choose whatever you prefer. Both are amazing program. Uh, trade Ideas for scanning, uh, real-time scanning, and they have a lot of cool features like the racing being around from uh, 2003, I guess. And TrendSpider is an analysis tools. Uh, they have a lot of backtesting and a lot of automations and stuff like that that you can use. Really great uh, programs. So anyone that sign in, get it for free. And again, for instead of opening an account with a broker, even with a $3,000, you take $300 and try to pass the evaluation. If you do that, it just, for me, make a lot of sense especially as a day trader that struggled in the in the beginning just to come up with $10,000 to start trading with and only add 40,000 because the broker gives you only four times um, the buying power. And of course, um, the way that the, we control the risk and we give you a lot of limits, not a lot, but limits of uh, the programs. So like the maximum drawdown, the daily loss and all of those things. So. As soon as you have those things, it's much easier to trade because it's more automatically. So that's it, guys. Uh, again, if you have any questions, feel free. Thanks so much uh, for listening. Check us out at, check us out at tradepool.com, YouTube channel as well, Twitter, all of those things, Discord.